The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. To find out more about this talk show or other talk shows broadcasting on KUCI, log on to our website at KUCI.org or check out the latest program guide. I find this scientifically fascinating. You're listening to KUCI Irvine. Disengage this computer now. Broadcasting at 88.9 FM. Hello, computer. And on the web at KUCI.org. The most reliable computer ever made. And streaming through iTunes. Don't expect any mercy during the Great Robot Wars. And Peter Radio brought to you by machines. Returning to normal broadcast in 3, 2, 1. All right, we are back. I'm Janine. This is KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. This is Get the Funk Out. And standing by to join me is award-winning writer, producer, director, and singer-songwriter, Annie Dahlgren. Good morning, Annie. Good morning. Thanks so much for calling in. Thank you for asking me to. (laughs) Well, you know, I never know because it is the holidays and people are really busy, and I know you are up to a lot of great things. And, uh, can we talk about your, we'll start off with your latest project, The Bet. Could you t- tell the listeners a little bit about that? Uh, the Bet actually was, is a product of what was a v- huge experiment called the Community Film Studio, where it, it was a non or it is a nonprofit organization mm-hmm. based on a model of community theater, where we had this idea, and, and actually it was the brain baby of a man named Jack Presnell, oh. um, whose idea was to engage industry professionals and volunteers. That's great. So it was, uh, it was two years in setting up the, the nonprofit and getting our arms around how to even conceive of doing this, and then another year in production for the first feature film, which was The Bet. And it stars a lot of uh, very talented people. I mean, you have an actress, uh, how do you say her name, Fanola Hughes? Fanola Hughes is actually the director. And Fanola is is quite, uh, she's been on General Hospital for 25 years and was in the original cast of Cats. She's British, a Mm -hmm. beautiful, lovely woman. Fanola actually had submitted a script for consideration for production, and then um, the board asked her if instead she would consider directing. That's great. I know. She said yes. We couldn't believe it. (laughs) (laughs) That's fantastic. And then how long did it take from the time you wrote the screenplay until the movie was made? I actually originally wrote the screenplay in 2000 three or four, and when we submitted, when, when we asked for script submissions, knowing that we would have a fairly limited pool to draw from for the first film, mm-hmm. just because people didn't know about us yet, I knew that I had this script that, that satisfied the very important things we were looking for, which was local locations, uh, character-driven, no period pieces, no pets, no kids, no <laughs> water. You know, yeah. it just had to be so... Uh, and we wanted it to encompass large swaths of the local community because we wanted them involved. For instance, we had some of our actors were from the local retirement home. Oh, that's great. And, um, 
we got our cast from local acting classes and Craigslist. Perfect. It was fantastic. And and I must hugely praise Finola Hughes for this. She was brilliant in getting incredible performances from these people, most of whom had never been on a movie set, didn't even know they wanted to do that kind of acting. I love it. She was fabulous with the actors. I love it. And what was it like making this film in your hometown of Santa Barbara? Oh, it was incredible. Uh, one of, A very uh, fulfilling moment was at the screening in our local Arlington Theater, um, Jack Presnell, the president at that time, asked anyone in the audience who had anything to do with the creation of this feature film to stand up. Okay. And almost half the audience stood up. There were over, well, not half, but roughly 300 people mm-hmm. that long. had contributed in some way to this community film. That incidentally won a film festival, the La Femme Film Festival in Los Angeles, and was accepted in, in festivals all around the United States. Now, could you tell the listeners a little bit, give them a synopsis of what it's about? Well, it's about a a grandfather and his 18-year-old grandson have a bet about which one of them will get laid first. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. And the tagline is, sometimes winning feels like losing. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, go, ahead. go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say that concept, that idea, actually was just my ex-husband just blurted out this thing, wouldn't it be funny if there was a movie about a grandpa and his grandson and who was going to get laid first? I just went, oh my God, yes, that would be funny. Okay, now I have to write this. Right, that's it, thank you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, that is so funny. I love it. Yeah. You know, and there's something special about casting people that are not um, professional actors because... Uh, you know, a lot of times in the industry, it's you feel so in, um, tense about I gotta get this role. Whereas somebody that's just natural comes across as natural. You know what I mean? Yes, yeah. and they they were natural, and and they were they were genuine, genuine people. Yes. They weren't. Uh, they didn't look like Hollywood movie stars, you know, and they weren't. A lot of the extras were, as I said, from the local retirement home or from the local community college where we shot the school scenes. Uh, they were just, they were just people. That's great. That's great. Yeah, it was really, it was really a good thing. So congratulations. Thank you. Now, where can people see this film? Uh, well, Right now, you can order it through the Community Film Studio website. It is, my understanding is, it will go into digital distribution in March. Oh, good. So, at this point, I would just say a Google search would get you to the Film Studio website, and then it could be mailed to you. Okay. But that's all we have available at the moment is our own personal inventory. And the website is www.thebetmovie.com, right? Yes. So tell me about your other creative endeavors, because you're into a lot of different things. You've... Oh, my goodness, yes. Well, I've, I've been a singer-songwriter for 40 years and have I'm working on oh. my fifth 
CD of original material, and also produce music videos here in the Santa Barbara area, primarily for independently produced musicians like myself. I get uh, referrals from the studio where I record my CDs and try to keep it at a, at a price point where people who have to have day jobs and are just doing music for their love of it can have a, a professionally produced, nice-looking, creative video. That's great. Um, and I also... I, now, recently, the newest thing I have is my first novel just came out, and it's a, a first in a series of murder mysteries that take place in Santa Barbara. This first one's in 1908, mm. and I'm writing it, writing them with a local historian who also happens to be the aforesaid ex-husband that gave me the idea for the bet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he is the premier Santa Barbara historian, so we're weaving together the fictional mysteries with this actual contextual history of Santa Barbara. That's great. Yeah, yeah it just came out. Sales are brisk, How I'm happy to say. That is great. I mean, so many different types of projects that you work on. I mean, have you always, since you were little, wanted to write? I didn't actually know. I have always written, and I, and mostly for the first couple of decades, I wrote songs. Mm-hmm. And then it was in my 30s that I discovered the screenplay format and loved it at, for what I saw was... It, it was. It just seemed luxuriously long. The, yes, it's a huge thing. Right. And um, and then I wrote screenplays for many many years and tried and tried and tried to get them out there. I'm making little quote marks in the air, which right, there's no way to do that really. I <laughs> and I would submit them to competitions. Right. And at first, I I would never place. And then there came a point where I would always place. So I thought, well, okay, I know what I'm doing. Yes. Now I just have to win the lottery. And then in my frustration, I thought, well, screw it. I'm just going to make it myself. And I went to film school to learn how to do that. And I was 44. Everybody else was 20. (laughs) And uh, that was, (laughs) it, it was a fabulous, fabulous experience. And that's where the skills came for producing music videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I also did some documentary work around Santa Barbara, again, kind of in the history uh, area because of being married to Neil at that time. Mm-hmm. And fell in love with video editing. And, and so that's how the music videos kind of evolved. Interesting. And then with my... With what I learned in the production of The Bet and my personal temperament and how I reacted to changes being made to my script, I realized, wow, this is a dream I don't really want to come true because it did not make me happy. Oh, then forget it. Yeah. And so, which was, which was a great thing to learn because then I thought, okay, novels. <laughs> <laughs> joy-making and blissful and, and 
That's good. That's good. Are there some authors that you gravitated to to help you in the process? Um, I had... I have the great good fortune of having a dear friend in Santa Barbara. His name is Monty Schultz, and Mm -hmm. he runs the Writers' Conference here in Santa Barbara every year. He's a brilliant literary author, and Monty helped me so much in the transition from screenwriting to novel writing, which the differences are are significant. Yes. And... uh, he, yeah, he saved me probably from extreme public humiliation. <laughs> <laughs> I won't ask. <laughs> <laughs> well, I basically just wrote a novel in screenplay format. I didn't. Oh, you did? Oh. I, it, it, these short little paragraphs that were more like slug lines, okay. dialogue heavy, and no visuals. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so it looked good go. to me when I finished in... in uh, <laughs> He was just shaking his head, oh, my Lord. <laughs> <laughs> He's saying, this is a good draft, good first run, you know. Yes. Yeah, I'm like, okay, I think I'm done. And he goes, oh, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's interesting because a lot of times uh, novels, books, they go into screenplay. and it, But you probably just had that interest in in going more into the novel and not having this you know, limit of, oh, i got to stop at 100, 110 pages. Actually, the the more limiting factor for me was um, I did not like the process of everybody getting a whack at the story. I mean, I spent mm-hmm. the better part of a year crafting the story of the bed and these interpersonal relationships between three generations, and it's it took time and right. and love and then here comes the director the producer another writer another mm-hmm. writer everybody just chipping away and changing this and right. changing that you know the things that had to do with budgeting and limiting locations i understood but part it it broke my heart it broke my heart sure it did it's your baby yeah yeah I, it didn't. I, it's difficult, and I and I. I don't know if writers. There are different kinds of writers. Some writers w- might thrive in that. If you're sitting in a writing room with a bunch of other writers and getting all energized together, and you know, putting out a whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a that's brilliant, great, good for you. If you're that kind of a writer, I'm not that kind. Right. I sit by myself in my studio apartment hour after hour and and relate spiritually with this material it's sure. it's i don't want it to sound that sounded kind of lofty and it doesn't feel lofty when i'm doing it but it certainly produces something that i don't want half a dozen people hacking away at yes yeah <laughs> changing yeah. the entire meaning and the focus where you started yeah. yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah. So tell me about music. Mm, music is fat. I started playing music when I was 12, and I actually grew up in Bakersfield, which is a huge music town, and played in bands and misbehaved in my teens and 20s, and, and then came to Santa Barbara, which is another big music town, and... 
um, it's it's like anything else. Uh, it takes a while to to become good at any kind of a craft, and and by the time I was in my late thirties, I was a damn good guitar player, and and had. Um, I don't know, 50, 75 songs that I had written. And I just thought, okay, I'm just going to chip away at these, go into the studio and just gradually record them. Mm -hmm. And uh, met my fabulous producer, a man named David West. He's, He's a brilliant producer that I'm still working with. And I... I confess I'm lame at <laughs> any kind of marketing aspect. I don't promote myself. I just kind of, uh, you know, it's all available on iTunes and Amazon and and uh, on my website, which I don't really maintain to the best <laughs> of my ability. But for me, it's the creation of it. It's It's as joyful for me to play music in my living room or at at a local open mic. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I personally don't need a stadium full of people. It's, it's, good. it's yeah. more, it's more personal for me, I guess. Right. No, I get it. It gives you joy and you don't need uh, a huge audience to make you feel good. No. And I, and I don't, thankfully, I don't need a, people to, um, tell me that I'm good because I'm too old for that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, it, the, the material passes through me. I don't even feel ownership of it, really. Mm-hmm. I feel blessed that I learned the, these different crafts and, and have the ability to to communicate this beautiful material that just flows through me. I don't know where it comes from, but I'm I'm grateful. That's great. Grateful. Yeah. Uh, now, I talked offline. The theme of the show is Get the Funk Out. Uh, I can imagine between the writing and music, those have been a source of strength, perhaps if you've been through tough times, you know, or just has maybe just kept you very level-headed and happy. Well... I think I think all of us humans have tough times. It's it's just the nature of being human. Mm-hmm. And for me, the way that I process and come to understand and make peace with my experience is through writing. Some people do it through talking. They mm-hmm. they kind of don't know what they think until they say it out loud. Right. Or some people might do it through I don't know, uh, playing sports, if they're physical. In in my case, it's through writing. So, yes, all of the things that happen to human beings, many of them have happened to me. My parents died young. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went through a divorce. Um, you know, the, uh, had some health, significant health problems. And that kind of stuff happens to everyone. Right. What, what I'm grateful for is that the, as I processed these things on paper to gain clarity and peace for myself, it came out as art. That's perfect. 
Yeah. Yeah. It almost, it, I almost said it almost makes it worth it, but hell, it totally makes it worth it. Right. It sure does. Yeah. I mean, would, would I rather have not had the heartbreak and not have the songs right. or live through that freaking nightmare and have the music? And there's no question. I'd, I'd rather have the music. Exactly. I love how you're doing so many different creative things between the music. Uh, you're also a partner in, in over 40 productions, producing, directing, and edit, editing the music videos that you mentioned earlier. I mean, you're doing a lot of different creative things. Yeah. I know. Isn't it great? It is. <laughs> it is. It's like you don't yeah. say no to all these different avenues you can go down. I love it. <laughs> and that the name of the company, Over 40 Productions, I just have to say where that came from because when I was in film school with all of those 20-year-olds, they were saying, Annie, you can't tell people how old you are. You can't tell them you're over 40. <laughs> like, what? That's so funny. So I named the company that. <laughs> well, good for you, because some people would hide their age, you know? I know. I just felt like flipping the big cosmic bird over good. that one. <laughs> I love it. That'll be the, your next company name, Flipping the Cosmic Bird. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking I, I might have to change this one to Significantly Over 40 Productions. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're funny. So what do you have going on over the holidays? Well, uh, happily I have book signings for oh, this new novel. And... Um, we kind of, it, it came out shortly before, just two weeks ago, so we didn't get a, a, our big launch for it that we wanted, so we're planning that actually for February. Okay. But it's, right now, it's, it's pretty much all about the novel and uh, partying, I guess. Good, good, <laughs> good. And do you have a website for people to find out more about you? Well, I do. I have um, AnnieJDahlgren.com. Okay, and as as I said, it's under service, but there's but it's it's fully functional. All my music is there, and uh, and a bio and some pictures of me when when I was little and looking like a hippie in the seventies and oh, stuff. Oh, cute! I'm gonna have to check that out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I saw some of your um, some of the music. I saw some uh, songs that you had done. I think it was on YouTube. I don't know. I was looking yesterday. It was great. So very oh, inspiring. Yeah, there's a. I think there's a video of me performing at Soho, a local music club here. But if you if you went on YouTube and searched under over 40 productions, you'd find the two dozen or so music videos that I've produced. All right. Um, good. And also my esteemed self. Good, good. Well, I want to thank you so much for calling in. And um, for those, if you missed any part of today's show with Annie, it will be up on my blog, which is getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. Happy holidays and happy new year. Thank you so, so much. This was joyful fun. Oh, thanks so much. <laughs> I hope to meet you sometime. I hope so. All right. Talk to you soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was Annie Dahlgren calling in, and uh, wow, she is up to so many great things, lots of creative endeavors from writing, producing, and uh, being a singer-songwriter, So, um, and also her movie, The Bet. So if you want to look at that, that's www.thebetmovie.com. Sheldon Abbott is standing by. Maybe we'll listen to one more song. And then um, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, happy Kwanzaa, happy early New Year. And uh, I'll be subbing, actually, on 
Thursday from 2 to 4, Christmas Eve. So if you want to call in now, then, that would be great. And, uh, and then I'll be back next Monday. Thanks for listening. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine.